Welcome to The Creative Fault, a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists. Get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve, educate, sprouts up your lifestyle, and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way. Welcome to The Creative Fault. Hey you guys, my name is Marilva and I'm a contemporary artist with her own podcast called In the Studio with MCJ. In my podcast, I will be talking about my art journey, things I find very interesting, maybe a little bit disturbing, but most of all coming from an informative and entertaining perspective. Want to know more about what I do? Follow me on the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, YouTube, and of course, leave behind a comment that would definitely support this channel and it would let me know what it is that you're thinking about all the episodes that will be shared on this platform. Stay tuned, keep listening and share the content with everyone around you. Hey you guys, this is Marilva from MCJ Studio and I have a huge favor that I would like to ask you. Now, you are already part of the MCJ Studio fam and that means that you are already listening to the podcast, you are getting information out of this, you are entertained or maybe you get informed by whatever it is that I have to share with you all. Now, in order for me to keep the quality of this podcast at a certain level or even to extend that, I am asking you to become a sponsor to this podcast. You can sponsor by giving a donation and the donation will be used to grow out this podcast. It's quite simple. Now, the way that you can do that is by going to my bio and there you will find a button next to all the other buttons like following me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You will get another screen and on that screen, you can place the amount that you would like to donate and also choose the method of payment. After that, you basically just come back to the page and listen to all other great content that I have for you. I would really appreciate your donation and your donation will also exclusively be used for this podcast and to grow it out. Looking forward to it. Welcome to the fam and stay tuned for the next podcast. Hey you guys, welcome back to a what the film? Yeah. Hey people, hey people, welcome back to another episode of In the Studio with MCJ. So happy to be back with another podcast for you all. Let me first ask, how are you all doing? All my creative people? Are you good? Everything Gucci? You know, I hope that things are just gravitating towards you. Great opportunities, great business opportunities, exhibitions, expositions, proposals, projects, just great things that you can work in. If not, don't worry about it. You know, it's it's easy for me to say, right? Don't worry about it. But really, do not worry about it because worrying is not going to make you go to the thing that you want. I hope that you can place yourself in a place where you are in acceptance of what is right now and just continue to do the good work. Keep on believing. Like I already said, it's not easy, but imagine yourself looking at a gray sky. You know that behind that gray sky, there's still the sun. And even if there's a gray sky, it's not going to be there forever. 
So even the rough spots are not going to be there forever. So I really want you to keep that in mind. And, you know, tomorrow is also another day. You can also have your moments and you're like, well, you know what? I just don't feel it right now. And today is just not today. That's that's good, too. Trust me, that is good, too. I do not want you to be here on this podcast listening to me and thinking that, oh, my gosh, she's she's always talking. You know, she's talking about I have to be positive. No, not at all. We also need our negative moments. We also need our emotions to get past and through certain things. You know, it's it's good to feel anger. It's good to feel like frustration. It's good to feel that you're just not satisfied about certain things and acknowledge that. This is not the happy peppy show. It's not happy peppy show. I don't know who peppy is. Don't ask me. But it is not the happy peppy show. Not at all. This is not the show where I'm asking you. You have to stay positive. As a creative myself. I understand that. One. We are sensitive about our ish. We are sensitive. <laughs> and secondly. You know. You have to put everything into context and things have to be relative towards it you know from each other and towards each other and that has helped me cope with a lot of issues and a lot of situations where i was confronted with for instance rejection the thing that we are talking about today um so it you know feel what you need to feel feel what you need to feel and also put it into context and what i mean by that is Put it into the situation where it is applicable. If you're now in a rough spot, that doesn't mean that the rest of your of your other life is not going well. It absolutely doesn't mean that. Because we do have the tendency to do that. It spills over to all other areas of our lives. We stubbed our toe against the wall. Oh, damn. Now, the whole day is ruined. Because you stubbed your toe. Hmm. Interesting. That is a lot what we do in real life as well. And I just want to give you that opportunity to, you know, sit back and and look at that rough spot and be like, okay, but it's a spot. It doesn't have to expand itself like an oil stain that's that's drifting on water. We don't want to have that. You are still capable of... Of looking at things and saying it does not look good now but I know it can be better and having that mentality but you don't have to be happy all the time like I already said not happy to peppy show so you're in a rough spot and you're just feeling and going through what you're going through hey I know where you are right now so that is also understandable and acceptable as well I hope that this podcast can give you a little spray of light And, you know, just give you a few moments, a few couple of minutes to relax and just get into this conversation with me and, you know, have this chat about what happens in our creative life. So let's get started. Today, we are going to talk about rejections, or like I said in the title, a thousand no's and one yes. Yeah, well, it's a show about rejections and a rejection. The way I look at a rejection 
there is of course the, the, the Webster dic dictionary version and I'm not going to bore you with that because listen, Google is your friend. Anybody can use it. So go ahead. Let have. But the, the, the way that I look at rejection is when my request for something comes back void. I have a request. For instance, I want to join into a group exhibition at a gallery. So I apply for that. I send my CV, I send my artist profile, I send uh, a couple of uh, pictures from my portfolio and it comes back void, meaning I'm getting the answer no. Thank you for joining. Thank you for your application. We have carefully reviewed it and we are sorry to say that we won't be having you for this group exhibition. Good luck in your future career. You know the drill, right? Sounds, sounds familiar? Did I do it well? must be sounding familiar and I got a couple of those <laughs> I got a couple of those I'm saying it carefully uh, but I also got a you know a lot of rejections in my life and the, the funny thing about rejections and the thing that I would ask myself is what am I doing wrong I will constantly plague myself with that particular answer. Now, of course, there are uh, uh, questions. Sorry. Of course, there were a ton of other questions that I would have. Was the letter good enough? Were there any gram grammar mistakes or did I make any spelling mistakes? Um, was it not exciting enough? It, did it, was it inviting? Do I need to do something about my art? It, does the art, didn't the art fit in a particular group exhibition? Um, do I need to change something about me, etc., etc., etc.? But the main—you can sum it up. You can sum it up into one main question: Is there something wrong with me, or am I doing something wrong? The main question: Am I doing something wrong? Here's the danger of having that question and you already know for those who are listening to the to the episodes of this podcast i i just include myself into this chat like i already say it's a chat it's a conversation so i always include myself in this and share my experiences with this my thoughts honest thoughts and also how i cope with that and i can also show what the benefits are of, of looking at things just from a different perspective or actually talking about things that might be disturbing and you're like, well, I just want to talk about it. I, I want to relieve myself from that burden or obstacle that, I, that I'm experiencing right now. So that was the thing that I was experiencing a lot for myself. What am I doing wrong? That was my main question. And when I would get that no, I would plague myself with it. It would, it would be like a stone that was tied to my foot. And as I was going in my journey, it just became heavy. Now, the thing is, you can also become very powerful because you're training that leg as that rock is, you know, on your leg. But it wasn't getting any easier. I didn't want to train myself to get 
better in, you know, handling that rock. Not the rejection, but the rock. And the rock was, why, why is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? That was the rock that I was walking with on my leg. So I was basically just sabotaging myself, creating my own obstacle, getting in my own way. And the way that it translates itself is that I would just fix things. I would fix things about myself. Well, this needs to be better. Became very critical on how I would, you know, construct my sentences and, and applications and things like that. Just become really, really, really mindful of things and critical and going all the way to the nitty gritty, almost perfectionistic. And I think we all know that perfect, being perfection, perfectionistic, ooh, what a word, it's a good scrabble word. Um, getting in that in that space is something that can really kill off your creativity. But that's a whole nother episode. And that's what it did to me. That's what I did to me in hindsight. At the moment, I didn't see that. But in hindsight, I definitely can see how I was just killing off my own joy of doing the things that I wanted to do and, and, and enjoying my journey as it was going along. It took a while. It took a substantial amount of time before I could see that. Because basically... When you train your mind, your brain, let me say the brain, because the brain is actually the organ that does all of those things. And eventually it seeps into the mind. Two different things. I trained my brain to think in that particular way that created the belief in my mind that there is something wrong with me. I didn't even have to ask myself that question eventually, because when I would get a rejection, that would mean there was something wrong with me. I already created that belief in my mind and a literal pathway in my brain to go and look for things that are wrong and not focus on things that are actually going great. Is it something that is in Is it something that is that that is in Now getting a rejection and having that particular response and disclaimer, not everybody responds that way. I understand that not everybody responds that way, but this episode is not about the people that don't respond that way. So not everybody responds that way. I understand that. Ending disclaimer. What do you do? the rejection then how do you go about it how do you deal with that especially if they come like it's like a kamikaze it's like a wave and you do not have the right surfboard or or skill set to <laughs> to ride this wave no no ma'am it's, it's not happening not today but what do you do with that then how do i do deal with the fact that i'm getting my 10th no my 10th rejection or not even an answer i had those two i think that is so rude when people just don't even respond but it's a personal thing that's a personal thing it's still rude though how do you deal with that because it can be discouraging and it can be 
disappointing for yourself. I mean, we are all human beings. And even though we are hearing a lot right now in, in, social, in, in social media and any media that we are consuming of how people are like, yeah, and I, I went through a hundred thousand no's and I just kept on going and I, you know, disciplined and, and things, you know, I just kept my motivation and things like that and I got through it. And you're sitting there like, yeah, that, that worked for you, buddy, but uh, the, I'm still with it. Here's the thing. They are kind of right. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Well, uh, no, they are right. But I always like to get to, you know, the stone underneath it, the layer underneath it. How does it look like when you say I had the discipline and I changed my belief or I, I, I strengthened my belief about something? How does it look like? Because not everybody is capable of understanding and translating that to their own situation, right? Not everybody's going to listen to motivational videos or, or motivational speakers all the time it's great to listen to it and for 30 minutes you're walking on a cloud and after those 30 minutes you know you have to continue with what it is that you're doing so how do you go about that how do you go about that the thing that i did first of all is to accept the fact that i am not for everyone to have I am not for everyone to have you are not for everyone you create something that is so unique so great for the world to see the world to experience and to enjoy and that's just not going to be for everyone why why is that so important to to realize that and accept that because that also is going to be the reason why there will be people that say i don't want what it is that you offer you're not for everyone and not all people are going to like the fragrance that you are sending in their direction (laughs) not everybody's going to like your perfume It's just not going to happen. I accepted that for myself. I accepted that even though people can say that it looks beautiful, they will reject it. I accepted that even though people will say, oh, that is something I would love to have in my home or in my business. I'm talking about my paintings, my art. They won't do it. They won't. I have accepted the fact that people will say, well, you know what? I'm definitely going to make contact with you and I appreciate what it is that you are sending me. They are not going to invite me to the meeting. They're not. And it has, in most cases, nothing to do with me. It's not a blame. We're not going to finger point to people. It just has nothing to do with me. 
is not their taste. It's not their day. It just doesn't fit. It might be not now. It's not the time. It can be anything. It are those factors that you and I really do not have any control over as much as we would like to think that our art is so compelling and so tantalizing that it just wins people over to make a decision that be that that would be in our favor it's not And that is a good reason why people will reject you. That's a good reason why people will say no. Some people just say no because they say no. How about that? Really? I've heard some really... Yeah. Really weird. I wouldn't say weird, but... Questionable reasonings in, in, in how people formulate... Why it is that they are not choosing. And... You know, they, they could be very valid. Like I already said, they are questionable. So I have my questions with that. But it could be very valid, of course. But you being uniquely you is already a reason why people will reject you. And that is fine. That is great. When you can accept that, it takes away the sting out of a no. It takes it right out. It disarms the bomb of, of, of going off. When you're capable of accepting that what you create is for the people to enjoy, that are affiliated with it, that have, you know, that resonates with them, they see a connection with it. I guarantee you, when you just keep focus on that area of your life, that that direction, it creates so much more peace on what you are doing. What I also had to come to terms with, and that's the second thing, is I've heard it a couple of times here and there, and I don't know if my definition of it complies to what we are hearing right now in, 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 um, around us, but it is pick me. I, I heard it a couple of times here and there, and this is the way I like to look at it. That you want something so bad, and I'm telling you, you want something so bad, and you know you're the right person for it, and you got the capabilities, and you're so charming, and you're so friendly, and yada 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 this and this and that you want it so badly that it actually scares off people or the situation your intention to have something happen in your life that interaction that collaboration that that exposition the exhibition or whatever it is fill it in for yourself you know I like to say that Make it apply for yourself. See see what, how it applies to you. Because I don't know how it specifically applies to you. You know, take that responsibility to see how it applies to you. Having that, you know, that, that eagerness. 
it is actually coming from a place of fear. And I had to come to terms with that. It came from a place of fear where I was afraid to not be picked. So I'm standing here jumping up and down with my finger. Pick me, pick me. Look, 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 look. Pick me, look at me. And that, people, I mean, I don't care if you believe in, you know, the universal laws or not. Because they are always working, whether you like it or not. Whether you believe in it or not, they are always working. And looking at it in hindsight, I could so, so see how my fear of not being picked created the actual situation of not being picked. Of getting those no's and getting those rejections and getting those, you know, seeing those opportunities just fly by, fly just by me. Making me think of that that one song from the far side, passing me by. <laughs> Ooh, poor Marilka. No, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, I created that for myself. And let me ask you then the critical question. Do you see how you, your fear, or the fear that you might have of something is maybe creating the situation that you are now experiencing a lot of rejection coming towards you. But what it actually is, is the world responding to you in your own rejection towards yourself. Ouch. Uh, That's painful. That's not nice. No, it ain't. (laughs) And the way that I... Listen, it's not that it is a a, a fixer-upper. Like, I fixed it and I never have it again. I'm a human being. So sometimes it can creep up. But the way that I dealt with that is by saying, I'm good enough. What I have is good enough. And when they see me, they see me. When they want it bad enough, oh, they will contact me. They will come to me and they will contact me. What I need to do is to ask myself, how can I be in service of what I know is already for me and not stand in the way of it by questioning myself if I'm going to be picked all the time. That's a bitter pill to swallow. Because we're living in a society that loves to point the finger. You, 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 and you, and your mama, and your daddy. And tell that old nana that you got, she she, she can't get it too. We like to blame everybody. But we forget that we are in the center of a lot of things. And it's a hard, you know, this is also something that I understand. And I empathize with it. Is that sometimes people just are not capable of seeing that they are in the center of their own worries. (laughs) You are in the center of your own work. You are creating this for yourself. You are doing this to yourself. Some people just cannot see it yet. Yet. Let me put that in parentheses. Yet. Some people cannot see that yet. They cannot see yet that they are in the center of their own 
worries. So they're just in the cycle, and people around them are like, "Listen, you, you, you're not seeing that you just, you don't see it." But they are still in the in the middle of it. So that is something that I I, I can't force anybody to see what it is because I so fully understand that because of the universal laws that we are all living in. And they have been they have been here before us and will be after us here still. That person won't see it until they take responsibility for the for, for the for the actions that they are putting out. Until you understand what your intention is, then you will understand also why you're getting the response that you are getting. Right? And so there are other things also that are working for or against us. But it's always for us always for us so that was a bitter pill that i had to swallow and say well wait a minute i am not contributing it i am creating it and so i'm drawing all these situations and all these rejections towards me that are also contributing to it and also being part of this excuse me that are also doing that I really had to come to that conclusion and just be really honest about it. When you do that, the great benefit of it is that you stop blaming. You stop blaming other people. You stop blaming the situation. You stop blaming the economy, this and this and that and the third. No, it's you. It is you. <laughs> and you also have that great power then to say, if I want to be open to acceptance, let me then first accept me. Which brings me back to the first point that I said. Um, you are uniquely you and you will be drawn to the people that are drawn to you. Okay? You will be drawn to you. Will you then be exempt from the no's that are coming towards you? Uh, hell no. But you will be more at ease with yourself because you understand that you are a contribution to this world your art is a contribution to this world your creative input is a contribution to this world whether you have 10 listeners 10 people on youtube or a thousand listeners and a hundred thousand listeners on youtube I, 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 uh, relative relative to the situation that you are in so focus on your own situation Focus on your own situation. Right? The third thing that helped me cope with the thousand no's and the one yeses is the mere fact that I just accept that it, this is part of the game. Life is a game. And this is also a game. It is part of what we are in. You're going to get some rejections. It is that magical space. That margin of life. That is as. <laughs> that is as so unknown and so black as a black hole. And. You can sit in front of a black hole and be like, man, that is a beautiful thing. 
I don't know what's in it. And if I would put my hand into it, it would suck me right in, into something that I don't know where to go to. But you can also say, well, that's a beautiful black hole. I know it's there, but I will never be able to control it. I will never be able to control it. I will never be able to contain it. I will never be able to actually know what is in that black hole and why it is a black hole. But I know it's there. I know it's magical. I know a lot of things can go in it, but also out of it. You know what? Let me just lead and enjoy and do things in my life with knowing that that will just be a good unknown to me. Can you accept that? That's a question that I'm asking you right now. Is that something that you can accept right now? That there is a margin in your life you will never be able to control. There is a margin in your life you just do not know who's going to step into it, who's going to step out of it. There's a margin in your life that deals with a specific field that you're in where you are putting out creative content, creative output, product, services, visual art, performance art, performance art, um, art. And you just don't know if people will accept it. That's just the margin that you are in. I see my life being accepting that margin and that whatever I'm putting into it will be sucked up in that black hole and give me a response. And I just don't know what it's going to be. I just accept that. I accept it. Not because I cannot do anything about it, but because I understand the beauty of it as well. A lot of times the things that we want might not be the things that we really need in our lives. Can you accept that? Is that a question that you dare to ask yourself? Do you really think that... Let me ask you this. The opportunity that you wanted three years ago, is that the same opportunity that you want right now? That application that you sent in three months ago, are you still thinking about that? That project that was... Um, that was suggested to you to be part of and you see the result of the project and you're looking at the project do you think that you could have done the same or even better that's an honest question and you can answer that in any type of way you feel right if you believe the answer is no then there's work to do aren't you happy that you got that rejection If you have the answer, well, yes, I do believe that it is better and you have good reasons to do so. So it's not coming from a feeling of grandiosity, you know, like, oh, I'm so great. It's not coming from, you know, an an inflated or maybe a deflated ego. It really comes from the fact that you know what your capabilities are and you could see, well, had that been my um, um, opportunity, I would have done it better. Aren't you then still not glad that you have been rejected? You could have been in that project and be absolutely frustrated because you have to work with other people as well. And they might not have seen the direction that you had for the project. 
right? That could also be a possibility. Do you have to take that all into account? No, because there is a margin, a black hole that you just won't know what's in there. It's just magical. It's, it's, it's fascinating and it's scary at the same time. Have you ever seen a black hole? I mean, I haven't seen one up and close, but I have some, I've seen some documentaries about it. I'm like, gosh, golly. I mean, it's interesting to look at it, but I don't want to be near it. And that's how I feel actually about that margin. I am near it, but I don't have to be in it. I don't have to know everything. I can accept it. I, I, I really can live with that. I don't know. Have, I don't have to know everything, right? I can see in front of me as far as possible as my eyes are capable of looking up and sideways. That is what I'm capable of seeing. But I will never know what happens behind my back. I will never know what happens, you know, on top of my head. Because I don't have eyes on top of my head. I know it sounds silly, but I don't have them. I don't have eyes on the side of my head, like where my ears are. Even though I can feel things happening around me and I have to trust my intuition to do so, I don't have that knowledge completely. And I have to be able to accept that. I did. And I became a lot more calmer. Here's another side effect of it. I also enjoyed life a little bit more. Right? Because I just focused on what I'm doing right here, right now. This is what I'm focusing on. Do I sometimes want to have control over what I don't know? Yeah, of course. My name would not be Marilva if I didn't. (laughs) But it is not... Is definitely not as as bad as it used to be like way way back it's, it's not as bad you know it's really not as bad as it used to be so having that margin is actually the respect that you can have for the life that you have that it makes it so magical you just don't know what can happen there can be a yes coming out of that big black hole and when the yes hits you, it hits you just right. Hey, people. Thank you so much for supporting today's episode by joining into this chat. I really appreciate the fact that you are taking your time out of your schedule to be part of this. Really, really appreciate it. Now, you can support this podcast in three ways. First of all, you can be a subscriber and an active listener by leaving behind your comments and your suggestions on this platform. I really would appreciate to see what it is that you all are thinking. And of course, you can also leave a voice message. Now, those are really dope. I would love to hear them. The second thing that you can do is that you can go to any of my other social media platforms. They can be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Be a subscriber and support MCJ Studio. Now, the third way that you can support this channel is by giving a donation. 
In each episode on this podcast, there is a link that refers to the donation page of MCJ Studio. There you can leave some coins, some bills, and those will be used for the further expansion and growth of the podcast. As of now, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week.